0: Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Hello and great day. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and glad that you could be with me. And Wealth Academy podcast really is all about empowering. Inspiring and motivating people to go to the very next level of their life. In other words, I'm here hosting this podcast in my efforts to empower people to go beyond where they believe they can go, to go to the next level of their greatness because we were all born for greatness. Hey, I'm glad that you could be with me today. And what I'm going to talk about is about the all importance of being an interview guest. So I'm going to be focusing on interviewing because it is the most critical aspect uh, when a podcast host brings you on so you can deliver your magnificence. And as I stated before, we were all born for greatness. So during that interview, I want you to be great. So let's get started and uh, one of the first things I want to say is that uh, what I often encounter with with some guests not all but with some guests is that they're very nervous and so I want to really take away that nervousness and that thought uh, I always use an example I used to serve in the Air Force for 20 years or so. I pretty much work with people who are pilots and navigators and other technicians on an aircraft. And when we think about a squadron of jet aircraft, for example, and they fly in formation and they fly in formation because they're more effective that way, they exponentially can project power through their formation when they're flying, they're going up against an enemy or something of that nature. And I liken being an interviewee, a great interviewee, the same way where there is no fear. They're not afraid to be interviewed. They're not nervous, even though nervousness is a a normal or natural process for most people. But I really want you to be in what I call a comfort zone when it comes to being an interviewee. And so you may be asking me, well, what experience do I have? Well, uh, for me, I, uh, when I was in the Air Force, I was on what was called the command briefing team, which meant I would actually do a nine slide projector presentation. In other words, uh, me and an airman would, would go to a university. Let's say, for example, the University of Connecticut, which is where I, I did go and I, uh, Boston University, and uh, we would set up the slide, and as I'm giving this presentation, when I'm saying that the planes are flying by, literally on the screen, the the jets will be flying by, so I had to really be on point and and ready, but let me tell you what happened uh, on my way to becoming a a command briefer for the two-star general. I went through the practice. I saw this, this flyer that asks. Officers And I was a captain at that time to come in and give it a shot to try to see if you can qualify to be on a command briefing team. And so I went in the uniform. They gave me the presentation to read and I read it. And it was practice, of course. And the airman who would actually be traveling with me eventually, and he and I became good friends, said, I thought you were the lousiest speaker I ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's why I liked him because he was he was upfront and honest about it. But what happened was I told him I said, well, since this was practice and I was not in front of the actual audience I would be speaking to, I said, I could afford to just kind of go through the motions as I'm being acquainted to this presentation for the very first time. And so fast forward, we drove from Scotty Air Force Base, which is near St. Louis, all the way to with, well, we went to uh, Connecticut, uh, we went to the Boston area, all up in the uh, New England states. And it was in our efforts to recruit ROTC cadets to come and be assigned and stationed at Scott Air Force Base. So I would go to this university, for example, Norwich uh, College, and it was a all cadet based. And we set up the presentation and I'm sure the airman was sweating bullets like this guy's going to just drop the bomb on him (laughs) in a bad presentation. And I went in there. I looked at each person right in the eyes and I started that presentation and I just did it to perfection. And the airman came to me later and said, well, wait, wait a minute. What happened? He he said, "Uh, you just bombed in the practice back at the base, and now you're out here with the cadets, and all of a sudden, you're a great speaker. And what I told him was, well, I saved my best for when the opportunity comes, my best for last. And I said, you know that there's no way I'm going to disappoint, first of all, the commander, the two-star general, who I really liked, and he liked me, and I'm not going to let these cadets down. And he said, I'm going to have to give it to you. You're the best speaker I've ever heard. So what, it, what he didn't see was when I was at home, as, as we were preparing to go and drive there, uh, I was practicing. I practiced every day for an hour. I'd practice till I fall asleep. I'd wake up and I'd be practicing. And during the daytime, when I have my job, I'm kind of cheating, looking at the notes. And so by the time I got there, I knew the speech. I didn't, re- I didn't memorize it. I knew this, the presentation. And when that plane came across that screen nine projector fly presentation, I was on point. And I did that not only there, but at the other universities as well. And, and so that's what I want for you. I want you to become an excellent inter- and, uh, interviewee rather. And uh, you can do that. And it, I just explained one process of how it happens. You put in the work. And so uh, that's one thing that that I'll tell anyone. Number one is to practice. Don't memorize, but practice to know the presentation. Whether it's to give a speech, or whether it's to be interviewed on a podcast, which is the focus of this particular uh, this particular episode, or whether you with radio, live TV, live streaming, whatever it happens to be, just know what you're talking about. And by knowing, it puts you at a The next level of your excellence. And that's really what what it's all about. And so, the next thing I want to talk about when it comes to interviews is to uh, look at and find out whether what you're talking about is really what you're passionate about, Uh, whatever niche or topic area you have to be in. Uh, For example, let's say that you're in uh, leadership, it may be your topic, and you're talking about some things that a leader should do. What number one? a leadership be a person of influence which means that they don't necessarily have to do all the work themselves but they delegate to other people within the organization so that they can get some leadership skills along the way and then you all work together because a lot of great ideas are stimulated in a meeting and uh, those ideas can go from paper to fruition and I uh, haven't worked at the Pentagon for 12 straight years. I've seen it happen. I worked on Capitol Hill. I've seen it happen. And so uh, a lot of what you want to do is just be passionate about the topic that you're talking about. If you're just going up, standing up to give a presentation or to be interviewed just for the money, I don't really recommend that because uh, you can't chase dollars. And uh, But if you come out and you allow your passion to, to run its course then people can feel that it will resonate with them. But if it comes out and it's a stump speech, then people can see through that as well. And what we, we want is to be authentic, to be very authentic in what we do. And so that's what I have to say on that particular note is to really be passionate about the topic that you are focusing on. And for me, I have no problem with being passionate about something I really love to do. I love being a podcaster and and hosting on my talk radio show. I really, really love it. I don't like it. I love it. And I think when you you look at it from the standpoint of uh, if you really love something, then you're always going to do your very best. And it won't be just going through the motions either. It's just for me as a podcast host is to get the very best out of the guest's that have, I happen to be interviewing at the, at the time. And so that's very important. And so what I've covered so far, uh, of course, is to uh, become a great interview, a WE uh, at the best that you can, and then putting in the work to, to get it done and then have that topic down pat. Knowing your topic is the, the best thing you can do. And, uh, I, and of course, talked about the nervousness and, and uh, you know, that that's, depends on who you are. How comfortable are you within your skin or with sharing things or being on camera for that fact? Uh, the next thing I'm, I'm going to talk about is always, and I mean always, be looking for opportunities to go before a podcast uh, host and deliver. The only way that you're going to get better is through experience. The only way I'm going to get better is through experience. So we want to put ourselves in that space where we are going forward. We're being interviewed. And I want to share this story. This is not a podcast uh, interview story, but it's a TV story. And I was interviewed by the local CBS station here in Washington, D.C. area. And uh, on occasion, they would send me interview questions, things that they're going to ask me. Uh, doing the live interview. And uh, I would go in, not stomp speech, not practicing, uh, rehearsing it too much, but just getting a gist for the question, the question they really want the audience to receive, because that's what it's all about. It's not about me, but it's about the audience receiving the solutions to some issues uh, or problems they may be encountering in life at that time. And so I would go in, there'd be four of us financial experts, and they would sit us each in there one by one, and the, the host would uh, ask me a question. I had no idea what the question was because none of the questions that the, the host uh, asked me were on that list of questions that I was scheduled to answer. So I guess they must have went back to the producer and he said, well, let's give them all some different questions. And I think they did that to see if I really knew what I was talking about. And so I had several years of Toastmasters. So, uh, you know, impromptu speaking. So I'm pretty much down pat with that. But you have to really think about it. And podcast, podcast hosts will do the same thing. You know, s- some of them, they never give you interview questions. And so you don't have to really worry about that. If you're talking about the, you're, you're uh, expressing and sharing your content and your expertise, and your wisdom with the audience, with the listeners, then it should be no problem. I have some people that, I had this one young lady I interviewed recently. I gave her no questions. I'm telling you, she was awesome. And then I might give another person a question and uh, interview them. And it doesn't really work out well for them in the end, because sometimes I I won't uh, edit or, Produce the particular episode. I do a, a redo, but I won't do a bad one because it doesn't work. And I, I can recall having a gentleman on that I was interviewing. And I told him beforehand, we really need to be conversational. And what I mean by conversational, it could be that I'd ask a question such as this um, Well, uh, John, tell me what was it like when you went to. Uh, Madrid, Spain to visit your friends. And John might reply, well, and he'd, he'd go on, you know, in, in length. And I'd say, just give me a quick answer. You could just say, John could have just said, well, you know, I went to visit my friends in Madrid and we went to the museum. We went to some very nice restaurants. I got back on the plane and I came up. And John, for example, may just go on, try to go on for five minutes and I'll cut it off. I'll just uh, ask another question real quick. Hey, thanks for that. Uh, we're going to the next question. You have to move it on. And why? And you have to move it on because people attention span is only eight seconds and you have to provide something succinct. But when two people, the host and the interviewee are engaging back and forth, that's the best best uh, interview there is because it keeps people's attention. And it keeps that attention span, which we already know is very, very short. And so that, that's always uh, very important to make it very conversational. And uh, that way uh, people can uh, move forward, listeners uh, will pay more attention and, and that prov- provides for an even better interview. And then the last thing I wanna talk about is its consistency. Um, I happened to to read a Facebook post the other day and someone stated that, uh, you know, I interview these people, however, they don't want to promote their own interview. In other words, uh, the person, the host takes the time out of their schedule to interview the guest. The guest wants to do the interview so people can learn more about them. The guest is under the the illusion that once they do this podcast and everybody would hear it. But who is the best promoter, a marketer of an interview? It's the interviewee themselves. And they get it to their followers, their subscribers, their community. And that's really the way to do it. And uh, I think that a lot of people should really understand and appreciate the fact when a podcast host takes out time to interview you, that there are two pe- parties to the To the conversation that's taking place in this interview, the host and the interviewee himself. So if you get interviewed by someone, first thing you should do is promote it. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Put it on Twitter. uh, Send it to your email list. Just get it out. Get it out. And then one interview leads to another interview, which leads to another, and you want to get as many podcasts. interviews as you possibly can. You'll get some referrals. And then of course you'll also uh, learn how to pitch for those particular uh, podcast uh, hosts that are in your, your area, your industry, for example. And so that's really what I wanted to share with you all today, the importance of being a great interviewer. And of course you know I have a coaching program that's out now. And uh, it's titled You You Guessed It become a great podcast guest. Now you can learn more about it by going to www.empoweringyouthroughcoaching.com and then become B-E-C-O-M-E dash A dash great G-R-E-A-T podcast P-O-D-C-A-S-T guest G-U-E-S-T empoweringyouthroughcoaching.com become a great podcast guest with the coach, Paul Lawrence Van. And uh, my goal is to help authors, speakers, trainers, consultants, JV partners, entrepreneurs, leaders to become the best guest interviewer on the planet. And with my experience, I can show you how to do it. And uh, I look forward to working with you all. And uh, I will see you on the next broadcast of Wealth Academy podcast and go on out to uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, rate and review this particular episode and provide a five-star rating. I really appreciate it. and Thank you very much. So my time is up and I thank you for yours. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Uh, you can Also reach out to me toll free at 800-341-6719 or by email at info at paulvanspeaks.com. I'll see you on the next episode and have a great day. It's always wonderful, especially when I receive your support. And I hope that I'm providing the type of podcasting uh, that uh, resonates with you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast, rate or review the podcast on iTunes.